with Rachel Pauley and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer podcast. We are on episode 27 and today we are asking the question, what other writing careers can you pursue? Before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss a show. And if you enjoy our episode, please give it a like. Okay, so we thought it was high time we looked at other careers us writey people could try our hands at because we don't always have to all be authors, but we all want. <laughs> when we talk about writing, most of us do think of authors and novelists. I know I do. That's the first thing that always comes to my mind. However, you can have a career in writing that isn't just about producing books. And this can actually be a great way to give you experience or just to get your foot in the door of the writing industry. It can also help you build up a portfolio of work and there's nothing to stop you from being a novelist on the side. I know with certain traditional published companies, they do like to know if you have been published anywhere else. And that can include being published online. So depending on what you do, that work can still help you towards being a writer because doing something else and creating a portfolio of work can actually give you credibility in writing, even if it's different from what you want to do as an author. So there's that to think about. I have to say, this is something I wish I knew before I started pursuing a writing career. As you said, when people think of writer, they think of author, somebody who writes and publishes books and novels. But no one talks about all the other branches of the writing career. It wasn't until I quit my day job that I realized writing is actually an umbrella term. And I know that sounds totally backwards. They always say if you want to pursue a creative career, you shouldn't quit your job until you're financially stable and all that fun stuff. But for me personally, I had an opportunity and I took it and I rolled with it. And it was to this, as of right now, that is the best and worst decision I have ever made in my life. <laughs> but again, I'm going with the flow. When I say writing is actually an umbrella term, I mean that there are so many different branches of the writing career that you can go after, such as copywriting, journalism, editor. You can be a website editor. You can be a book editor. There's a blogger, technical writing, and so much more that nobody tells you about ever. Even when you go to school, they just say, you know, you go to school for creative writing or journalism or something like that, but you really don't hear too much about all the other different things you can do as a writer. That is true. I think, especially in schools, they are always trying to push you away from anything that's slightly creative or that isn't considered say as safe a path career-wise strangely enough when i was actually in college and i was asked you know what do you want to do when you leave and i did state i wanted to be a writer as expected my form tutor assumed i meant journalism because in his eyes if you were a writer that was it that was the only option and i think it was because they did have like creative writing courses and journalism courses and shockingly i didn't do any of those when i was in college i didn't try any of those i tried i did um what did i do so long ago i did english literature and language so i did that i suppose but i didn't actually go into like creative writing and I hadn't even considered journalism because that's not what it meant when I thought writer. And as you said, it's just not mentioned. Nobody thinks about, you know, nobody says, oh my gosh, yeah, you can be a full-time blogger. 
I suppose years ago when I was in college, there wasn't really a big push for full-time bloggers. Most people could not make a living as a blogger, but now you can. And copywriter and editor, it was just not seen as a job. So you weren't pushed into it. And I think that's a shame because it really does give you more options. Because if you managed to get, if, if you found your way in and became an editor, that really puts you in great standing if you want to be an author. Even with journalism, there are other types of journalism. I remember after I spoke to my form tutor and he mentioned that, he actually talked about investigative journalism, which if I had have gone into journalism, that would definitely be what I'd be interested in. So it's not just a case of like, I'm going to write an article for a newspaper and that is it. There, there's even nuances deeper in each of these jobs we've, we've mentioned. So it's, there is so much more out there that writers just aren't aware of. Or maybe you are, I don't know. I have to say, when you mention college and how you went into like English language and literature and all that stuff, I went to college and wanted a degree in creative writing. There was a creative writing degree, but my prerequisites outweighed my electives. So my degree is actually in English studies. So even though I went to college and I paid them a boatload of money for a specific degree, that is not the degree I ended up getting. And I could have stayed longer and taken more classes, but I was like, no, 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 you already have enough of my money. Goodbye. <laughs> um, which not that I'm complaining English studies, it's still a good degree, but that was not what I expected because when I, I took a short story writing class, that's what it was called. It was called short story writing. And I thought I would be writing short stories and it would be all about the creative writing part of it. Nope. The entire class was us reading various short stories and analyzing them. I was like, this is not what I want. This is, I'm like wasting my money. Or I wasn't wasting my money, but it felt like it's frustrating to go for one thing and then it's really not at all what you wanted or expected. And that particular professor was like absent like the entire semester too. So that didn't help any, anything either. But speaking of journalism, when I think of journalism, I think of the newspaper and newspaper articles. But at the time, and well, even now, newspapers are kind of becoming obsolete. So when I thought of journalism as a writing career, because people have mentioned it to me before, they're like, if you want to become a writer, do journalism. And I was like, well, nobody reads newspapers anymore. And the other form of journalism I thought of was like being a reporter on TV. And I was like, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do news. The news is depressing. And I do run another website with my sister called Double Jump. And it's all about video games and gaming as a whole. And we have sometimes touched upon gaming news, but neither one of us really care to write that kind of stuff. So that alone, I have realized journalism is not for me at all. I don't have the stamina to be on Twitter and be on Google constantly refreshing and seeing what news is popping up in real time for me to be the first to write a blog article about it. 
you're right about the whole like newspapers are becoming obsolete and even with like digital news like I, I read a lot of news online and finding the quality is not as good you find so many errors and you're thinking how is it this hard to write on write the article on a website with all the spell checks and you're still making mess and then we hear about I think it was I think it was Microsoft who reported that they were getting rid of all the journalists and they were going to be using AI to scan the internet and consolidate articles and, and information as a as a news article. So they weren't even hiring people, which is why I mentioned like investigative journalism, because that does still need a person and not a machine to do it. You have to do a lot more digging you have to do research it's a more intense job so you might be thinking well what's the point in doing journalism there's nobody's reading newspapers and ai is taking over you know but there are still options and it's but it's got to be like as rachel said it's got to be something you want to do something you're interested in but if being a journalist isn't your thing then as rachel said you know content writing or going towards being an editor or a proofreader or anything like that there are so many other things you can do and I, I remember again one of the jobs was that was mentioned to me while I was in college was also a technical writer now wow that is one of the most boring jobs and it's definitely not something I would have wanted to pursue but at the same time it was a good avenue to get into because while it might be okay now and it's a lot easier to become um, a self-published author and all that back then you you there wasn't self-publishing it was traditional publishing and if you didn't get in you didn't get in but having the backup of oh i've done this sort of writing and i've been in the writing industry in some way well you know was considered quite a good thing and i still think that's considered a good thing now you still find publishers and, and editors and agents asking have you written anything else have you published anything else and it doesn't always have to be another story or a fiction that you've written and been published with any sort of writing can work in your favor and what was strange is when i got i think i can't remember which job it was one of the jobs i ended up with i ended up doing kind of technical writing in that role and it did well it was pretty boring it did elevate me up and i did end up in a better position in my overall job by having that so yeah i'm wittering on in a massive round circle <laughs> i have no idea where i'm going with this and i may have to leave all this in just just for shits and giggles <laughs> what, we're, what i'm telling you saying is there are so many other things you can do and they can benefit you both in in the writing world and even if you end up just being a hobbyist and you want to move up into a different job as i said i ended up doing some form of technical writing but the company i was working for that they weren't a technical writing firm it wasn't you know anything like that it was i don't know what the heck it was <laughs> Jeez. this is messy but i ended up doing that and it became quite a, a a good thing to have on my cv i think you guys call it a resume and it helped when i moved to other jobs so yeah there we are i have no idea how to end this i'm just gonna stop talking i love how we're both just going down <laughs> that's really this this is not our best episode at all <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, speaking of publishing houses, though, that's another thing you can do. Publishing houses, they're filled with editors, they're filled with proofreaders and book designers, which I guess technically isn't writing, but it's in the writing industry, so it counts. I'm counting it. Uh, you could be an agent 
should you so choose to do so? You yourself could be a publisher. Now that self-publishing is such a big thing now, there are people who are self-publishers and you can hire people to format your book for you and put it up on Amazon and anywhere else you want to sell it. Because speaking of self-publishing, when you publish a book by a traditional publisher, they do some of the marketing for you. But when you, when you self-publish, you have to do everything yourself. And that includes the marketing. And one thing that I had never heard of before ever was becoming a book publicist. And when I had quit my day job, I was in contact with a book publicist and she took me on for an internship and then I became her assistant for a little while. And now I do book publicity work myself for others. And basically what a book publicist is, they do the marketing for your book. They find book bloggers, they put together book blog tours and they do that side. And when I told people that I do book publicity work, I kid you not, almost every single person asked me, what's a book publicist? And I was like, I have no idea. I hadn't heard of it before, but this is what it is. They help authors market their book and they find book reviewers and, you know, they do all that side of the marketing. And we've talked, so that's why I want to just add this in. We've talked about college before and how we both went to college for writing and things like that. And in a way, yes, I am using my English studies degree, but if you want to be a writer, whether you want to be a content writer or a book publicist or just an author or what have you, if you're going to go to school, go to college for business, okay? Because ultimately, writing is a business, whether you're self-publishing books, whether you're going the traditional route, or whether you put together freelance work for others, writing is ultimately a business and you should learn the business side of stuff. No, I have to, I agree with that. It's like the, the writing side, yeah, you might learn some stuff, but to be honest, you can get a lot of that. You can learn a lot of stuff like that for free online. You could take other courses on different platforms, but the business side is always going to be more, going to be tougher. And I think most people sort of forget that it's a business and then they do all the great writing part and they learn all the creative techniques and, and they, they put all the practice in and then suddenly they hit this brick wall that's like, now it's the business and marketing side that you've not learned anything about. I feel like we're totally like twisting this episode into something else. <laughs> but as you were saying, like with the book publicist side or, or like just talking about like marketing, another thing you need like is copywriting you know, the concept of writing copy, it's not just about writing your novel. If you're a good copywriter, that is perfect to sort of slide towards being a, an author because you'll need the ability of writing good copy when you do your own marketing if you're self-published because that can really make a difference in how well your book gets seen or how well you interact with people who see the information on social media. You know, it, it's not just a case of, buy my book, here it is! You know, if you're a really good copywriter, that will will really stand out. It's so much more noticeable than someone who obviously doesn't do copywriting, has never done copywriting. So again, some of these other writing careers, not only is it 
giving you a, a foot in the door in the writing industry, giving you practice at writing, helping you if you are not able to become a full-time author, if you are only ever doing it part-time and you do need a real job, as they say. But those, help, those sorts of, of, of jobs help you for that as well. You can move into different areas while still maintaining your writing. Like several of these ones we've mentioned can really help. We mentioned investigative journalism. That's really helpful for dealing with like, research. Even technical writing, it, it gets you into the, the process of being really clear and specific and very detailed. That can help with when you're plotting and planning. So these jobs aren't separate from being an author. They're just other jobs that you could do, ways of making money, ways of getting into, the, into careers that are connected to writing that can boost your fiction writing, if that's what you do. For me, in the end, I actually ended up doing blogging rather than journalism or technical writing and I actually don't do that as like a full-time I could if I wanted I could I could push it and change it and become a full-time blogger I don't want to do that I do not have enough energy or interest in spending that much time blogging so I do it mostly for fun and as part of my marketing for my for my writing but it could be turned into a career lots of people have made blogging a career so I think what we're saying in this really messy podcast episode is there are other writing careers that you can pursue that can help you while you're trying to be an author that can help you while you're an author and that can I don't know give you more practice give you more skills that you didn't realize you might find useful yeah we're gonna I'm gonna stop talking there yep and you know what can I just say that writing is everywhere because as you mentioned earlier you mentioned copywriting and you can easily do that side of marketing for other authors and then definitely for yourself. But also you don't need to necessarily do freelance work or work on like a website or a publishing house or anything like that in order to do writing work. You can go to any company and say, hey, your advertisements suck. I can help. <laughs> writing is part of every single job out there and you can very easily slip your writing skills into these companies. Or you could do it for yourself and you can have freelance services on your website or go through other websites or something like that. And yeah, blogging and content writing can be one in the same depending on what your niche is and what you actually write but you can make a career out of blogging. I actually had someone come up to me one time. I think I had my blog for maybe four or five years at the time, and they came up to me and said, hey, I want to start a blog because I want to make a little extra income. And I was like, okay, what are your goals here? And they were like, well, I just want to start a blog and make money. I was like, no, 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 no. that's not how it works. Like I've had my blog for years and I barely make a dime from it. Granted, my goals at the time were not to make money from my blog, but their response was, oh, never mind, forget it. Like, because they didn't want to put the work into it, it was like they thought that if you were a blogger, you became insta rich and you had like a passive income. <laughs> and that's not how it works. You still have to work towards it, but it is doable. There are people out there who make six figures with their blog. But it does take work, as you said, and, and I think a lot of people assume that anything is, oh, it's just quick. It's like, no, no, it really, really isn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing, like with anything, you, you need to try, you need to have goals in mind, and you need to just 
do it and have trial and error and see what works for you. When I told people I wanted to be a writer, I said I wanted to be an author. And yes, I am writing books, but I also do book publicity and I'm also a content writer. And then here we here we are, we have a podcast about writing. There's so many different things you can do and you need to explore your options. And if I didn't do book publicity, I have found that I really enjoy marketing and the business side of writing, not for my own, unfortunately, that, which is kind of ironic, but you'll find all these different aspects of the writing industry that you enjoy and you will try new things. And even though you, you dive headfirst into one thing, something else might come up and you may make a living off of something totally different, but you're still doing what you love. That's good. I like that. Okay. With that said, I think we should bring this episode to a close. Depending on how well I edit, you might think it was okay, but honestly, it was a bit of a train wreck. So, <laughs> but we still had fun. <laughs> we did. We did. But it's definitely not our best episode. <laughs> So with that said, if you enjoyed it, please give us a like. <laughs> Do let us know if you are looking at a career in the writing field or if you are in the writing field that doesn't include being an author. Tell us about it in the comments or over on Twitter using the hashtag The Merry Writer Podcast. If you want to get yourself some extra content, head on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash The Merry Writer Podcast. You can support our show and for as little as $1 a month, you can get extra bonus content, including mini episodes or blooper episodes like what this is really technically what it was. <laughs> Tune in next week for another episode of The Merry Writer Podcast where we ask all the right questions. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Felt Tip Pens. We love to colour code. The music titled Inspired is by Kevin MacLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.4.